Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Back here on the show, we're going to have some fun this morning talking with Angela Tips from uh, the MTSU School of Music and something special that we're going to talk about here this morning. And uh, Angela, good morning. Good morning, Brian. Good to have you here. Good to be here. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. We were uh, just talking about the family. For those who don't know, you have this brother who plays radio, uh, yeah. even as a kid, right? Oh, especially as a kid. One of my earliest memories is uh, after dinner, having John across the hall calling imaginary Braves baseball games. You know, I learned about baseball from hearing him go swing and a miss. <laughs> you know, so now he's living the dream. Living the dream. And I hope he's listening so that I can fully embarrass him. Oh, uh, well, that that's hard to do for him, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, I, I know that, uh, gosh, your your entire family is so musically talented. Yeah. And, and um, do you ever think about taking the uh, Dinkins family on the road or were there some times to do that? Oh, no, because <laughs> we, we'd have to we'd have to be together oh, yeah. <laughs> for an extended period of time. <laughs> I understand family. No, I think it was my father's dream, though, when we were younger. Really? To, to you know we were so close to having a bus and, and being the Dinkins family because we we used to sing southern gospel mm. I, you I don't know if you knew that yeah. but yeah my, daddy and, and my siblings would sing and my mother played the piano and then you know I was the I was kind of the novelty act because I'm so much younger than my brothers and sisters I just like to get that little in fact in um, that I was like five years old and daddy would hold me up and I'd sing, do Lord, oh, do Lord, you know, mm-hmm. but I was also the excuse to have to get home early from those all night singings. We got to get the baby home, go to bed. So anyway, so we, we sang a little locally and, you know, we're on a couple Nashville TV shows, but, uh, never, never did make quite make the bus tour, you know, but uh, you all still do thing. I mean, you're an instructor at MTSU. So, I mean, music is, is such a part of of the family and that's the case for a lot of people that's kind of where I was going to go with this it, you know music is so important it is and you know I grew up I don't even remember learning to play the piano because my mother taught piano lessons out of her home and I can remember listening to the lessons that she would teach and then kind of go in and play whatever I was hearing her teach that last lesson so I don't remember when I learned except I do remember when I learned the names of the notes because my father said he figured out that I was learning how to play sort of by ear and by the fingerings that were on the little books you know how you could they would put like where your thumb needs to go and all and he said young lady you're not going to learn to do it that way you're going to learn the names of the notes and so by golly we sat down learned every good boy does fine and all cows eat grass I can remember that day vividly but I I was able to play the piano from the time I could sit on a bench oh so I didn't have much choice well but Consequently, it, my children didn't have much choice either. They had to take <laughs> piano lessons too. That's usually kind of the way way it goes. Yeah. But um, you know, you, you get to do this and and teach and instruct, and uh, that has to be uh, a dream if you love music. I have the greatest job in the world. I tell my my choirs that I have two. I have a, a soprano alto chorale and a tenor bass chorale. 
And I tell them all the time, I get paid for doing this. It's a great gig, you know, to make music with, you know, 18 to 22 or more year olds. And and with a wonderful pianist, Alison Blumenthal has been uh, the pianist for these two MTSU choirs that I do. Um, Richard Blumenthal, her husband, is the pianist for the group that we're going to talk about later. And I get to make music with these fabulous musicians. I also do a choir at St. Paul's uh, Episcopal Church, and it's just wonderful volunteers who come and and want to make music every week and it's just you know to find something that you love to do and find a way to get paid for it it doesn't get any better than that you know it's got to be fun Mm -hmm. so um the uh, middle tennessee uh choral society tell me about that because i know you have to be excited and congratulations on uh being being chosen here to conduct this organization now well, uh, I may get a little of the history wrong, so if you're listening and you're a, one of the um, old-time members, please forgive me if I get some of these dates or, or uh, facts wrong. But as I understand it, Dr. T. Earl Hinton, who was a, a faculty member years ago at the Department of Music then, we weren't a school of music then, uh, put together a, a community chorus, a choral society, years ago, probably in the 70s, I would think. Um, and uh, it was alive and well and would do some things with the symphony orchestra. And then somehow that kind of uh, got on the shelf a little while. And then my conducting teacher, Dr. Sandra Willits, resurrected it to be the Middle Tennessee Choral Society. And that was in, gosh, 1980, 81, something like that, and, and conducted it until she left to go to Skerritt Graduate School, where I studied with her and got my master's degree with her. Um, Raphael Bundage has conducted this group for 37 years, which is amazing to me. And uh, so he stepped down in the fall. His uh, last concert was Handel's Messiah at First United Methodist Church. Hundreds of people showed up to to see that uh, fantastic event. Um, And so they needed someone to be an interim director until they figured out what they wanted to do. And they, I just happened to be available and they said, would you do this? And I said, of course I would, you know. And um, then they were silly enough to hire me permanently. Um, so I, I have, the, the contract is every two years. We get to, you know, re-up every two years mm-hmm. in case one of us doesn't want to do that anymore. But anyway, it looks like I'm going to be their permanent director for a while. And I'm thrilled about that, especially knowing that you know, Dr. Hinton, whom I studied with, he was my first conducting teacher. And then uh, Dr. Willits, who I have a very a great fondness for, who taught me really the how to be a choral director. And uh, was really kind of like a second mother to me um, as the a second founding director of that group. It's just it's just really very humbling to be part of that group. Angela Tips, our guest this morning, the uh, Middle Tennessee Choral Society, is actually having uh, a concert this weekend, and it's the first time with you at the helm here, it I guess? It is. It's my debut with this organization, and the first time that they have sung by themselves. Uh, a, a lot of times, the Choral Society would sing with uh, Dr. Bundage's MTSU choir, Scola Cantorum, it's called. It's a um, SATB choir of uh, mostly music majors. And they'll do major works like Messiah or the Mozart Requiem or things like that. 
Um, but now that we're a, a different organization with a different conductor, we wanted to try our hand at singing something different by ourselves. And so these are um, about 10 pieces or so of a variety of, of kinds of music, um, something like five. Can I, can I plug some of the yeah, things we're doing? Absolutely. Okay. Um, like the five Hebrew love songs of Eric Whitaker with the string quartet that he wrote for his then fiance, um, who is now his wife. Um, we've got those. We've got um, the Randall Thompson Alleluia. If you know anything about choral music, that's one of the, the hallmarks of, uh, of choral music. The theme of it is all around music and singing because for two years we've not been really able to sing together. You know, COVID, the coronavirus and singing, singing was a super spreader event. And because of the aerosol droplets that are in the air when you sing, it was very dangerous to sing even with masks. And so when we tried to sing, we being any choral organization, you would need to be masked. You had to sing six feet apart. It had to be, a, a, you know, outside was better than inside, only 30 minutes at a time, all these rules and regulations. And it just wasn't very um, aesthetically pleasing. In fact, it was, it was very difficult. So coming out of this pandemic, she said optimistically, um, we really wanted to focus on how much we craved singing and music and being together and being able to, to sing. So everything, all 10 pieces have something to do with music or singing. And the theme of the concert we took from a, a, a text by Elizabeth Bishop. Um, she wrote a sonnet called I Am In Need of Music in 1928. And so uh, David Bruner set this gorgeous piece of music to this and so all the pieces have something about music but we've got a spiritual we've got a gorgeous uh hoagie carmichael johnny mercer tune skylark that has flute one of our students melody kinney's going to play uh camille winton one of our mtsu grads is going to sing it and the choir is going to kind of sing along after it and it's just it's just going to be a delightful concert we've got dolly parton's light of a clear blue morning an arrangement of it so we've got everything from you know aaron copeland to dolly parton right in the same concert so so it's at seven o'clock uh this saturday and you say it's at MTSU. Where? Where at the college? In uh, Dr. Hinton's hall. The, the the music the recital hall at MTSU is named after T. Earl Hinton, who was probably we'll we'll just call him the founder of this choral society. So it's really appropriate that we get to perform in the hall that's named after him. Um, it's on Falconberry Drive. So if uh, if you go, it's right across from the baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. So if you go in there, you'll see a big sign that says "Right Music." Uh, named after Neil and Maggie Wright, and it's you can't miss it. It's just right there inside the door, and it's free. There are no tickets. There's no just come and, and we're we're open and wide the doors to try to get people back in to sing hearing live music. And Tucker Theater's close by. Tucker is right. If you keep going, you'll run into Tucker Theater. Yeah. So don't. If you go to Tucker Theater, You're you've too gone far. too far. Yeah. Yeah, come back. Very easy. Come back. <laughs> and uh, so this is going to be again Saturday at seven o'clock. Uh, it's free, so you know if you want to hear music. And and I think I want to go back to something that you mentioned, Angela, about um, you know with with COVID and music was one of the things that uh, I think a lot of people missed and, and being able to go and hear and listen and the interaction, all of those things that go with with a public event. But um, the the music industry really took a hit and and those who couldn't perform really I, I couldn't imagine what it felt like to not be able to go and do what you love you know in the fall of of not 2020 
we had shut down at school at least in March and didn't have any choirs for the rest of the semester because we just couldn't be together. So in the fall of 2020, I had my uh, women's chorale divided into four groups of 12, sitting six feet apart in a mask for 30 minutes. It was dreadful. And they, these little freshmen had no idea who we, everybody was. Last Sunday, this past Sunday, we were all together. We didn't have to wear masks. Some chose to, which is fine. We didn't have to wear our masks anymore. We had 50, maybe 60 girls on the stage singing their little hearts out and a full house. And I, I don't know who was more excited, us or the people who were hearing us, yeah. because it was such a communal experience. You can listen to music in your headphones all day long, but to be in the room where the music is being made is just magical. And, and at that moment. At that moment, because it's never going to be the same way again. Yeah. You're never going to experience that the same way again. To be in that moment. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, I think another thing that we learned through all of this is that we we need music. Yeah, we absolutely do. There, It's one of the art forms that, and especially singing, anybody, well, most anybody, I'm thinking of a couple people, but most anybody can sing. In the shower is my great place. There so. you go. There you go. And maybe we should limit it to that, yes, Brian. Yes, most certainly. Um, but, it, you know, everybody's given this God-given voice, and to develop that and to sing together it's a it's a live you you breathe together to sing it's just this organic kind of uh, emotional experience if you do it right so uh, i am in need of music is is this weekend give us the details one more time mm-hmm. angela and uh the big thing is this is free so if you're looking for something to do this weekend this is a great opportunity to get out and have fun maybe go have a little dinner afterward what, what do you say about an hour hour and a half oh or so? 45 minutes 45 minutes 50 if i i'm going to talk a little bit about one of our uh, members uh howard bud young mm-hmm. dr young passed away recently and he was a, a very faithful member of the choral society so we're going to honor him uh with a little tribute of one dedicating one of our songs for him and there'll be a little interval in the middle to talk to have a little break in there but um 50 minutes tops of music so come at seven uh eat go to one of our local restaurants downtown beforehand get there by six forty-five, so you get a good seat or go out afterwards for you know a happy hour somewhere i'm episcopalian i can say that now <laughs> don't judge me john dinkins <laughs> dinner and music dinner and music you know what a great saturday night seven o'clock Perfect night out. So again, that's at uh, the uh, at MTSU at the music hall. So uh, right on Falconberry, right across from the baseball stadium. Can't uh, can't miss it. Angela, I hope you'll come back, and uh, we'll be glad to promote the uh, concerts that are coming up here. And uh, congratulations on being named the conductor. Thanks and so much, Brian. Organizer and promoter, and all of those things go into that job. All right? the things. <laughs> Thanks so much for your help. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Anytime. Angela Tips joining us here this morning, talking about the Middle Tennessee Choral Society, their concert this. Saturday, 7 o'clock over at MTSU. Back with more of the show here coming up in just a second. 